Welcome to the Unestablished Podcast, a podcast about the unexplained shenanigans of adulthood. Adulting is challenging, but with a little wine and an unfiltered conversation, we'll get through this together. Each week, we will discuss the perceptions of what it means to live the broke rich lifestyle as an unestablished adult. Living broke rich is not just about monetary assets. There are levels of this shit. Now, here are your hosts, Constance, Jawanda, and Monique. Hey, everybody. Welcome back for another episode. Hey, y'all. Hey, friends. We are back again. And um, I just want to get into this wine of the week, first of all. <laughs> okay, it was my fault this week, y'all, okay? Because I picked this damn wine, and I'll tell you why I picked it, okay? First of all, because I don't know very many wines, and every time I go on the stove now, all the, we done tried them all, it seemed like. It seemed okay? like. like. It seemed <laughs> like we done tried all these things, okay? So I see this um, Chianti, um, and it's spelled with a C-H, so it looked like Chianti, or Chianti. Mm-hmm. So I saw it, I was like, oh, that's that wine that that crazy man from Silence of the Lambs said he was going to drink with uh, somebody's liver and some fava beans. I was like, let's try that out. And I should have known it was probably going to be fucking nasty. But, you know, we're all about growth over here. We're trying to just broaden our horizons, but a rum. Guys, thoughts? Well, all I have to say is um, my Chianti isn't like the one that Constance recommended. Um, And I come to find out um, this shit is 13.5%. So I definitely got to drink responsibly. However, comma, it's very dry. It's, um, I don't know if it's giving me cab or if it's giving me Merlot vibes. But it's just not what I was expecting. It's not bad, but it's not compared to last week. Mm-mm. Yeah, like I wasn't expecting it. Yeah. So mine says that it has a small red berry fruits, full, soft, and velvety taste. It goes well with roast, red meats, and game. So it says that it's um, to uncork the bottle two hours before serving. Oh. Yeah. But this one does say you can serve it cold. You can serve it around um, 54 to 57 degrees Fahrenheit. Mm -hmm. I'm surprised y'all don't. I'm surprised Jawanda doesn't like this one. Like if I can bear it, I thought that you would have liked it if nobody else. It's not that I can't bear it. It's just, it's not what I was expecting. Mm. When I hear Chianti, I think of something bubbly, fresh, refreshing. Yeah. You know, I don't think This of... is very dry and dull. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> it's, and it's not even, I think what's killing me. So like, like Merlot and Cab and even Zinfandel, they're like rich. Like they are, I don't know. This almost tastes, I hate to say watered down, but it's almost like a watery version of Cab. I don't know what it is. It's something about it. Like, Cab be biting me back, which isn't a bad thing. <laughs> That's not a horrible thing. But it's like, this is, it's like a watery kind of like version of it. It's a lot lighter. And I don't know how I feel about it other than, it, well, no, yeah, I do. It's, it's, it's gross. Um, I put a steak in the refrigerator, so I'm going to try and see if that's going to help. I'm going to make me steak tomorrow. Okay. Got to go buy me some Brussels sprouts, child. So I'm going to make me a steak tomorrow, and I'm going to see if it helps, like when I pair it with the steak. Mm-hmm. So 
I'm gonna drink probably one glass because it's 13 point whatever percent. Because me and Mo got what was that, Rafino? Yeah, Rafino, and it says it has a spicy finish, best paired with ravioli and pizza. Ooh. Oh. Yeah. Pizza, not steak. Not Ooh. steak. Shocking. Mine said red meat, so I guess I probably could do either. pizza. So I know this is off subject, but do y'all remember those Tostino's pizzas? Girl, yeah. and put some ranch dressing on the top. <laughs> oh my god. We used to kill those and pepperonis. Yes, that was the best one. With the square, square pepperonis. pepperonis. Yes. No. Cube. Get it right. Oh, right. Oh, it's right. Okay. You're right. Pepperoni. You're right. You're right. It's cubed. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> but that one was better than the round pepperoni one yes. for some oh, reason. Yes. Oh, I don't know. Oh, it just gives me like school pizza vibes before they made shit mm, healthy, you know? Yeah. It was just so raggedy. Girl, why were they oh. feeding us pizza in the morning? Breakfast pizza. <laughs> Make it make. <laughs> That's Sasha's pizza. You, you had to make sure you got the one with the most cheese, cheese on, on it. <laughs> <laughs> that breakfast pizza looks so nasty Oh now. my gosh. Oh, yeah. Because no. it was so good when we was a kid. Memories. Memories. Yes. Child. Mm. Misty watercolor. Mm. I don't know why when Mo said pizza, that made me think of those Tostina pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll go buy that because, like, I'm not trying to spend no crazy amount of money on pizza right now. So, and I sure don't need a whole one. Hopefully, they haven't changed the taste because, like, cereal is not even the same anymore. I guess we we all gave our reviews on the wine, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just it's it just not giving what I it's supposed it. to give. No, yeah, it's the. I think the name threw me off. I was expecting something like bubbly, happy. Like I was expecting some dancing on my tongue, and it was just like, drink this shit. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we we can get through it. I'm probably gonna finish the bottle, but it's gonna take me a while. Yeah, if I'm on like, if I had a bad day at work, I definitely would get me a bottle of this. Absolutely, Mm -hmm. for sure. Maybe the more sophisticated our palates get, maybe we'll let them. Yeah, but I'm still a, I'm still on white when it comes to wine. Hmm. Yeah, I could do. It depends, but I think I will pick up a white before I pick up a red right now in my life. Sure. Yeah, me too. <clears throat> All right. Well, I do want to put into this part um, that we would love for you guys to write a review. Um, Apple. Audible, Spotify. I know Spotify lets you do um, rate us five stars. So you can do that. Rate us five stars and write us a review. We haven't had one in a while and we would love to hear from you. So you can do that. It will make me happy and it will make Constance and Monique smile. Cheese. Uh, okay, so let's get into the topic. So we wanted to talk about adult transitioning. So transitioning for us is just basically going from one space to another. Oh, I wonder if I should Google it. This sounds like a Google moment. <laughs> okay. A Google moment. Yes. Well, now that we've all done it, it's really crazy how. It all came about because I thought I was just going to die when Monique left. 
<laughs> oh yes. What? We were not happy when we Monique left. We were very left. upset when you left. Very. Oh my god, we were so upset. We we're like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. How could she just go like that? Like, of course, yes. we're happy for you. But like, bitch, we were we were very. I distraught. never knew that. <laughs> Yes, we were upset. Oh my god, <laughs> it like rocked yes. our world so fucking yes. hard. And you left. and she told us when we were celebrating um your birthday, Constance. Mm-hmm. You remember? And she was like, oh, "I'm leaving." And we was like, "Bitch, what? Like, what the fuck? Like, how are you just you gonna just, you just leave leaving us like the this? Supremes? Like, you just <laughs> taking off? The fuck? What the hell are you going? I mean, I I had Diana to Ross make the decision, and once I made it, it was time to go. Exactly, and you left. Yeah, I did miss okay. y'all though. So I did look up the definition of transition, and transition transition it says it's the process or a period of changing from one state or condition to another. Yes, I feel like <clears throat> that's what we did. I feel like all three of us in our life has went through a transition, especially when it came to moving. And Mo was the one um, to start this. She was the catalyst. Mm-hmm. The pioneer, <laughs> if you will. Oh, thank you, thank you. I went through. No, the, that's not. A, I went through the pain. <laughs> We're not happy about. That. I went through the pains first, man. Shit, bitch! It, uh, that transitioning like that is one of those pains that you gotta experience. Like they said, you gotta experience childbirth to understand. Mm-hmm. Like, right. I feel like we would have to experience that to understand what you went through that. It's not a Jay-Z line where he said, I went through that. So you didn't have Mm -hmm. to, it didn't matter. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. And Constance is feeling that like how many, I moved to Maryland in 2015. Like, oh my Mm -hmm. gosh. Was that 2015? Yeah. Yes, girl. Hold up, because I left in 2015. You, you sure went right after? Yeah, you left right after me. I mean, oh. like months after. Because I remember you sitting on the couch and you was trying to contemplate because you really was go- thought you were staying in Columbia to stay at USC. And then mm-hmm. you said, you know what? I can go to this school and it would be fine. And you were sitting there contemplating it. Bitch, you, when you put that application in, we all fucking knew you was leaving right like we knew right then you was leaving and moving to west virginia as much as i didn't want it to happen i was like this whole thing to leave too yeah but i remember that day constance because i remember you came over because we were supposed to go to the gym together but i was mm-hmm. sick or something mm-hmm. and then i had checked my email and they sent me an email saying that i got accepted into the program and yeah. it's like all the <laughs> all the clog and sinuses and drainage that was in my nose just went away yeah. it was like i have been healed <laughs> <laughs> and i was like oh my gosh like cause i was like hey can you read this because i don't understand if what you're reading if what i'm reading is the right thing like can you explain it's this the right thing ma'am this is exactly what the fuck you was hoping for you got in and you finna you moving bitch that's what that meant yeah, that was a whole nother thing because I already had planned on not getting accepted into any school and going to the University of Winthrop to get my degree in psych, my my master's. Yeah, yeah, I believe it was twenty fifteen because I mean, you on a you abruptly left months after Mo did. I was like, God damn. Yeah, Mo left in like February. Yes, because it was a snowstorm shortly after I got to Maryland. So it was the beginning mm-hmm. part of the year. And then I think you left the ladder. 
Yeah, I left in like July, August. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, because it was right before school started for me, and we moved here. Jesus. Yeah. So yeah, let's talk about that <laughs> because that shit was hard AF. <laughs> like, so I guess Mo, like, how? So you packed your stuff up, mm-hmm. you left because you were like in Sumter at that time, right? right. So you you packed yourself up and you was like, okay, I'm going on this new adventure. I'm going to Maryland. I'm able to get this job. And you left. Like, how are you feeling when you like, like, did you feel like Will Smith when he turned the lights off in the at the Fresh Prince house? <laughs> like, how did <laughs> how did you feel? I, I can visualize me driving over. I forgot the name of the bridge in Maryland, but driving over that bridge and just feeling like, oh my god. I'm here, and what the hell have I done? Um, I actually did not have a job secure when I left to go to Maryland. I had an interview set up, but the job was not mine yet. I did have a strong referral, but I was just taking that jump. And Right. So I literally interviewed two days after getting there. The snowstorm hit. Could not go anywhere. I'm snowed in. My first, like, real snowstorm. I don't Mm -hmm. even think I had, like, the appropriate coat. None of that. <laughs> didn't so I didn't hear back from um the job until like two weeks after my initial interview. So I'm thinking like, oh my God, I've moved to this place and you know, I don't have a job lined yeah. up. Come to find out the person that was supposed to notify me never did. And I had the job the whole time. Oh, right. Oh my God. So it was definitely a learning experience. I completely went through the whole being homesick. I think I came home like once a month. (laughs) Girl, can't take it. Yeah, it was tough, but I would definitely do it again if I could. I have, you know, some other responsibilities right now, but we were lucky. And Constance, you're lucky now that we don't have responsibilities like children or whatever else Mm -hmm. to keep us from making those um, decisions. But yeah, that's how it was. It was very surreal. How did you feel? Like, did you have a moment like Mo did? Yeah. Um, when I was riding, because, you know, we, it's like a seven-hour drive. And so I was going with my parents. They were helping me move in. So we we did it. We broke it up into two days. So that second day, that morning when we left the hotel in Georgia, <clears throat> like right when we um we got downtown, mm-hmm. I was like, fuck. <laughs> and bitch when them movers got there I was like god damn this is really my apartment I'm really finna live in Tampa and when Sunday come my parents are leaving me here and I I'm here like this is for real ain't no more talking about it ain't no hypotheticals I have a whole I'm in an apartment again in Florida by myself (laughs) hot ass Florida yes it was very surreal and it's honestly still surreal um, I don't think I really let it sink in until the second week I was here. I was like, holy fucking shit. I, I got a new apartment. I got a new job. I'm learning my way around this area. This is wild. This is wild as fuck. Because I had prayed for a long time to get out of teaching. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know how that was going to happen. But I was like, I just feel, I just know there's, I just, I just know South Carolina is not where I'm supposed to be right now. And I, I need yeah. to get out at least for a little while even if i come back but i got i would love to live somewhere else speaking of coming back we'll be right back after this commercial 
If you love listening to Unestablished, you can support our podcast by going to the link in our bio and buying a wine. That's right, a wine. Buymeacoffee.com allows listeners like you an easy way to say thanks. Plus, it only takes a minute. Your selflessness will assist in improving software and expanding Unestablished, a podcast made with you in mind. Available every Wednesday on all podcasting platforms. Thank you. Comes to talk about what the hell you had before. I'm happy to be. Friend, you alright over there? You look like you're about to break. Oh, Lord. But we need to have an intervention. Yeah, we're not about to record like this. I'm just sad. Okay. So oh, I'm just sad all fucking day. Why are yeah, you sad what's yet? going on? Because I'm here and I'm away from everybody I fucking know and love and deal with on a regular basis. Girl, I, I know <laughs> I how that feels. I hate being by myself here. I don't know nobody and I don't want to hang out with nobody because I don't trust nobody. I think this yeah. is the authenticity of moving away on your own that nobody wants to talk Girl. about. Mm, makes me want to cry because I know how that feels yeah. for real. For real. It almost makes me not want to talk to my friends because I miss them so much and it pisses me off that I'm nowhere near any of you. Oh. I've been laying around all day just... <laughs> Just so fucking annoyed. Just so annoyed and sad that I'm so far away. And I feel like there's so many cool things to do here, but I don't want to do them by myself. I'm not in that place no more. Yeah. I ain't trying to explore shit no more. Not alone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I was, that was fun as shit when I was 26 and 7. Right. Wish I would have moved it in when I was adventurous and not so goddamn cautious. And worried about every motherfucking thing. <laughs> and thinking somebody's trying to stab me when I'm going to pick up pizza. <laughs> Yo, that was the most shadiest pizza place on campus at that. <laughs> like, for real. <laughs> like, I just get, I feel like I have terrible anxiety now. Just being a woman and being alone. Don't do this. Don't do that. Don't go nowhere. It's like, how the fuck am I supposed to explore a new place if I'm scared to go out and do it? Girl, turn your location services on to somebody you trust. And if they don't reach out to you and you and you don't reach out to them and they haven't heard from you, I mean, they know what to do. Yeah, we have your location, boo. I think I do. I don't have yours. I'm pretty I have Mo's for sure. But I mean, you know, turn it if you want if you feel like you want to explore by yourself. Then turn on your location services. Tell somebody where you're going. And if you feel like you don't want to explore because you want to do it with other people, I understand how that feels. Moving to some, moving to another place by yourself and you don't know anybody and nobody that there you trust is a difficult situation. Yeah, like it's like you're sitting in an empty room by yourself and there's nothing there. That's how I felt when I moved. 
I felt like I was just sitting in this empty space by myself and there's nobody there. There's nothing there. There's no TV. There's no internet. There's nothing. I'm just here. Yeah, that was, I can say that was the onset of my depression because yep. granted I was living with family members they weren't the people that I hung out with. They were older. So I was left alone. And most times I would go out, get something to eat, and then I'd come back in my room. And like you try to find these things that you find on the internet to entertain you. But all in all, you need human interaction. And it's yeah. difficult to build, make friends as an adult. It's not like we're not yeah. trying, but where do you start? So maybe that'll be right. another mm-hmm. episode later. Like, where do you start developing friendships outside of work? as an adult because you don't want to mix friendship and work too much maybe there'll be one Mm -hmm. or two people you find that you can socialize with outside of work but it's not likely for everyone right and i guess i we just i'm just so stuck in my own ways and i feel like that for all of us like not that i'm not (laughs) willing to deal and like exploring shit but you know if y'all were here it'd be fine which is why i'm very excited about my friend whitney coming because mm-hmm. I was like, oh, thank God, you know, somebody from home is going to come over here and see me and we're going to be foolish as fuck together in our own little way, just with new places to fucking go. Yeah. So that's how I feel it's going to be like when people come. But I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm with you, Bonnie. Like, I don't know where the fuck to start as far as like friendships outside of people I work with, because when I was home, I had old friends who still live there and I had people from work, but it took a while for me to go out seriously, you know, with people from my work. Like it took like a year or two or maybe even three years for me to really like go out consistently drinking and just partying and having fun and be and like trust those people. Mm-hmm. I don't know anybody at my job and most of them are super young mm-hmm. and I've already made up in my mind. I cannot, I, I just can't. <laughs> they be going to clubs during the week. And I, <laughs> I mean, not like I get invited any fucking way. That's just not I, us not anymore. Obs- no, eight o'clock. I'm ready to I, get in the bed. Okay, honey, facts <laughs> right now. Listen, right, like, right now. Wish we could record from the bed if you want me to be honest with you. <laughs> Where? Imari did an episode, and she said I'm oh. recording from my bed right now, and I'm like, yeah, I need to be able to do that. Oh, Jesus, it's fine. Don't do this to me this evening. Wait, say it again. All right, there you go. You went away. Oh, I'm sorry. I said Amari did an episode on her um on her podcast, and I was just like, ooh, I wish I was able to do that, where she was, like, recording from her bed. I was like, mm. <laughs> that sounds um, ideal. We could. All you need is a desk, um, the desk tray, the lap tray. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I have one, so yeah. just tell me when y'all ready. She's the nigga said I'm ready. Oh, I'm sorry yeah. for my breakdown, y'all, but like it really hit me yesterday when my friend Stephanie called me. We was on the phone for like two and a half, three hours, just fucking talking about what's going on at school. And she gave me the tea, child. Somebody, somebody who wasn't engaged ain't engaged no more. And she was like, "Bitch, it's like a repeat of you." I was like, "What? How the fuck you gonna engage and then go talk about he ain't ready?" Girl, it was a whole thing. Mm-hmm. It was a whole thing. So just like getting the tea from her, then I was riding around all over creation in like three different little cities in Florida trying to find shit went in five below went and spent a hundred dollars on wine yes lord I did a wine haul yesterday that was oh, fun that's why it took me so long to call y'all because I messed too. around <laughs> and went and bought like six bottles of wine 
And then I bought some cider too. Bought six different ciders. I was like, ooh, I ain't never tried this before. And damn, I didn't know this shit came in a can. I can only get it on tap. So a lot was going on yesterday and I had fun. But by the time I got home and then she went out with some of my teacher friends and it just, it just killed me. Mm-hmm. I was like, damn, I want to go out with y'all so bad right now. Like one of our usual hangout spots, one of our usual bars in Augusta. And I was like, fuck, I wish I was with you. Because I don't want to go out here. I'd be like, oh, I'm tired. But I don't really be tired. I just don't really want to go out. But if that woman would have called me up and said, bitch, we going out. Okay. <laughs> Give me a second. Let me throw on some leggings and some tennis shoes. And I'll I do a little makeup or something. And then I'm going to come on out there and meet you. Yeah. yeah. If I could go that back. Would- oh. oh, sorry. Go ahead. Because I'm saying foolishness. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say if I could go back I would tell my younger self like be intentional about finding local places to visit that may interest you and like go by yourself and then maybe you'll spark a conversation with somebody there that you would hang out again with later kind of like an adult play date but that I yeah. definitely did not do <laughs> and I guess because we're more social now on um instagram i would like vlog everything so that the people that could not be there with me could you know be there virtually yeah yeah that's a good idea well what were you gonna say Nuanda? Chash, you got to come back oh i was gonna say that um <laughs> it reminded me of um new apartment by Ari Lennox and how she was excited about having her new apartment and how she was happy and then at the end of the song her skit was like I have all of these things and I realized I need people people I need people yeah god damn it I need people well we miss you too boo (laughs) can't wait to visit again (laughs) no and it's not like and I even told my grandmama this, like I was on the phone with her for like an hour and I felt like, <laughs> and I called my aunt last week and I was like, you know, it's not like y'all hadn't always been like kind of far away from me anyway. But now that I know, like I'm seven hours away, like it's a big deal. Like I was only 45 minutes away from my grandmama. So like I, I could like roll past after work in Johnson cause it's like 25 minutes, but then like 45 minutes from my house. So I would go visit her every now and again. But now that I just like that, I'm so fucking far away from everybody. Mm-hmm. It's really fucking with me this weekend. It's been really yeah. fucking with me this weekend. Sometimes the parents know too. Yeah, I get They'll that. They'll call and be like, "How are you?" I'm just like, "Don't call and ask me how I'm doing." I know, right? For real, like they just want you to cry. So. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to exploit your moment, but <laughs> but no, friend, like it's fine because I feel like I've been holding in all day. I've been trying to ignore it. But it has made me like nervous, um, you know, that I will I, I would slip into a depression if I don't get the fuck out of this house. Like, I love this apartment. It's really nice. But I got to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. I know me. I know how easy it is to slip into depression. I know how fucking hard it is to mm-hmm. get out that bitch. Like, I sat on the phone with my friend I was, and she was talking about all the shit, all the medicines she take a child. She on like Lexapro. Mm-hmm, that's the one. She up and yeah, she's she on Lexapro. A lot of my teacher friends are. And I was like, God, I don't want to get on medication, but bitch, I need to fucking focus. I need to not feel this way. I just can't, I can't fucking live my life nervous all the time and scared. And it's just, I mean, moving to a new place didn't fix any of the other shit that was going through my mind. Yeah. So um, have you tried like a CBD to kind of like calm um, you? Calm the anxiety? No. 
Uh-uh. I haven't actually. I used to take um not ashwagandha, but it was like these mood elevating pills. Mm-hmm. And I hadn't been on them in a while because I um I couldn't find them no more. So I'm gonna have to go get me some ashwagandha for a little while until I can find a fucking doctor and maybe get on something. Yeah. You know. But getting on medication doesn't mean that you're giving up. I mean, if we need oh, it, no, we need it. All. Because I'm gonna tell you right now, I just picked up my prescription yesterday. Okay. So, <laughs> no, no, yeah. <laughs> no, girl. I, no, I think my my problem was I didn't want to feel like I had to be on medication to do my job. Okay. Like, you see what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to. I didn't want to be like I got to be on. If I don't take my Lexpro, I can't go into work. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't deal with these children without it. Yeah. That's not what I wanted to be. Yeah. Now, if that's like life in general. I've heard nothing but fabulous things about Lexpro, bitch. And it makes me want to get at least on like a good little 10 milligram. Just start me off and let's see how that do. Well, I mean, you, so that my doctor told me, of course, you can wean yourself off of it. And I always took Lexapro um, with the mindset of it's only temporary. But some people, you know, just psych themselves into believing that they have to have it. Granted, you can be on it long term and you should take yourself off of it the appropriate way which is to wean yourself off or you're going to go through withdrawals and then you do believe oh my god i gotta get back on this thing to feel normal right so right and i didn't i didn't want that either so i think uh i'm gonna try to mood elevators them little natural ones you know ray makes these pills called in the mood okay oh yeah i remember you talking about oh yeah so it helps not only with all that other fun stuff but i gotta buy fuck yeah so i was like well what i need that for (laughs) My man, my man seven hours goddamn way too. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so <laughs> I mean, I, I like, understand I that. And I think it's funny as me as being a pharmacist, like I hate taking medication. Like I <laughs> tell people I my whole job is to tell people that you need to be compliant. Brad, I work in a facility that do compliance packaging. <laughs> but here I am hating to take medication. And I remember um, my counselor was like, well, maybe you should think about talking to your doctor about getting on medication. And I was just like, uh, uh-uh, that's not what I want to do. Uh-uh, we not going to do that. But I, I mean, like if I would have never came out of my seasonal depression, like I would have had to, like in order for yeah. me to function as a person, yeah. like I would have had to. And it's not to say that like Mo said, it's not like a, a long-term situation. It can sure. be a short-term thing. But like she also said, you can't just stop it abruptly. You do have to wean oh, yeah. yourself off of it. Right, right, right. So. Yeah. So it does take a while to get into your system. That's the part that and I hate. Then, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. you're going to need a good, like, at least like two months to feel like, okay, it's in me. Like, I, I'm good. But you can't stop that real Let's, it's like going on a roller coaster and like you got that big drop at the yeah. doggone, at the peak and you're just like, what the fuck? For real. <laughs> like, yeah, like, I was just fine yesterday. Why am I not okay today? Like, no, what the hell real. is happening? My friend, my other friend, who who's also on different, she's on different medication. She's on Wellbutrin, okay? <laughs> she called herself the Wellbutrin wellness bitch. <laughs> That's what she called herself. She said, I got to get on this medication, Lord. Girl, that shit too. Like, it takes like three weeks to get into your system. Yeah, they all mm-hmm. do. And and, it, and it's so freaky how it like fluctuated her. It's like, she just quit talking to me. Mm-hmm. She wasn't really talking to nobody. And I knew she wasn't being mean. Like, you know, sometimes people just need their time. And I was fine with that. And she came back and told me later, like, bitch, 
this medicine is whooping my ass. And I went through like a serious low for a hot minute. I'm fine now. And then one other time she somehow like forgot to take her medicine for four days and she went back down on that low and also quit talking to me again. And I was like, girl, you all right over there? I just want to make sure you alive. You know, nothing major. Just making sure you good. You ain't got to text me whenever you're ready. Just text me back. Just let me know you breathing and shit. Just send me a thumbs up or something. Mm-hmm. But yeah, girl. Yeah. Medicine is something. Something serious. Yeah. But I, I'll consider it. I'm going to try this ashwagandha for right now. But uh, I just don't want to slip back into depression. Cause it, ooh, ooh, child. And if, you're, if your doctors, <laughs> if your doctor is a good doctor, like they will try other therapies before they try to put you on medication. Yeah. They will tell you to try exercise and they will tell you to try light therapy, which is going out into the sun. They will, try, they will tell you to try other things before actually putting you on meds. Yeah. Right. So, so I haven't really been doing like a good well like self care system either. So it's little things that I need to do on my own first, any fucking way. Yeah, like I really do need to start walking again. Like I walk to work, but I hold myself in this house usually during the weekend unless I go and spend money, mm-hmm. <laughs> which yeah. I be trying so hard not to do, but it's so difficult. It's so um, hard. I'm finding that oh. setting a, a daily routine, like I know it sounds so elementary, but like setting a daily routine <laughs> will keep our minds busy. So we don't even realize like, oh, I'm alone or oh, you know, I always say, oh, cut this shit out. <laughs> we <laughs> we cut, no, cut this shit out. We, we won't even okay. realize that we're alone or that we're have this all this free time because it's occupied with these things that we have to get done right well i guess i'm not used to having so much of it because <laughs> you know my job didn't end usually when i left the schoolhouse like it was still a bunch of shit to do mm-hmm. it just was a choice of whether or not i was gonna do it or postpone it to the next fucking day or week or month so you know like grading papers like that was always stuff to do when i got home and i was usually cooking every single day I don't cook as much as I once did because I don't like to have leftovers for four weeks because they just sit in there, just taking room up in my refrigerator. But I'm with you. I think I need to have a, like, once I get home routine, Mm -hmm. like, to pick up a little bit, to clean. I honestly need to start decorating this fucking place and putting up all my artwork everywhere. Yeah. So I need to do that. So you have things Um, to occupy your mind. Yeah, I do. I just got to list them out. I got to figure out what it is I still need to do. So that's a good idea. I think I need to put one of them together this week. Yeah. Yes. That Jawanda, tell therapist. the people why you tooted your face when I said make a routine. I tooted my face because it's something that I'm going through in therapy. And my therapist is like, make a schedule. Make a time schedule. Don't make a, a to-do list. Make a schedule. I'm getting up at 7. At 8 o'clock, I'm doing this. At 9 o'clock, I do this. If you want a nap, schedule a nap in your day if you have time for it. At 10 o'clock, I'm doing this. I'm just like, bro. Like, I don't want to. And I don't have time. <laughs> you don't have time to make time? <laughs> I don't have time to make time to make a damn schedule. So leave me the hell alone. But I mean, I know that schedule, especially on my days off, will make me feel more accomplished because Mm -hmm. like I have like a set time to get everything done. Yeah. And she right. I'm not saying she wrong. It just makes (laughs) me. I don't want to. Because your mind is like, you don't want to commit to it. Yeah. Like you said right. the other day, you said this yesterday, you told us, I don't want to fucking commit to that shit. And then what if other things come up and I'd rather do that than shit I done committed to, then I feel like an asshole because I didn't do it. I said I was committed to. Yes. And y'all all know I have commitment issues. I know. Yeah, you're the one that's <laughs> married. I can do it. 
<laughs> I know, ain't that crazy as fuck? <laughs> that was hard too. <laughs> but you can do it. I mean, it took no time to do a morning routine, but I guess that just carried over. Only thing I do is like get up, do the stupid. I do makeup every morning now. Okay, I make up that's a that's day. a win. Every day I get up and do makeup, and it's taking less and less time to do it now. Like it's just a part of my routine, and then I just slip my clothes on and go on to work. That's big. I want to get there. Yeah, yeah. I used to do my eyebrows every morning. I go to work with new eyebrows. But shit, bitch, I'm just like, y'all just better be happy that I got clean clothes on. Get out. <laughs> right. <laughs> Absolutely. Because sometimes these these paints might be a, a three foot. Like, this might be the third fucking day this week. Not that you would know. And you better not say nothing because. Better not. Because <laughs> this is what I was wearing. And these, these look good and feel good on me. And they go with each one of these shirts. Damn it. Facts. Especially if you get some black pants. Right. Ooh, they go with everything. I had a coworker who had a whole uniform. She would have three or four black pairs of pants. And every week she put them in rotation and change up her tops. Absolutely. Because who has time? Nobody. Yeah. And then I got all lazy being a teacher because, you know, it just got more and more lax mm-hmm. the longer I worked there. Right. Like, because first I was wearing business attire every day. Super professional. And then I'm looking around. And then mm-hmm. I'm realizing what I'm doing every day. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, so jeans are a thing. Oh, if I got a long enough top, I can wear leggings. Mm, for real? Seriously? I can wear sandals as long as they're not flip flops. Really now? I can wear stylish tennis shoes to work? Ooh. Ooh, you giving us a jeans pass? And let me tell you something. After the Rona, this week, oh, the rest of this month is going to be jeans. Okay. Same pair <laughs> of jeans all week long. <laughs> Unless something very serious happened. Yeah, it's like some mustard get on them. Right. That's like, what well, shit? That sounds like something tell. recently happened to you, Juwanda. No, I'm just saying that mustard <laughs> is that stain that you can't wipe off. That shit mm-hmm. just stays. Mustard and toothpaste are those two stains that you can't wipe off real quick. It's like if you get those on your shirt or pants, you just got to change. <laughs> yeah, ain't coming off. Damn shit. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> Yeah, girl. I'm with that. I'll, I'll make a list of things that I could potentially do, like, for each day. Like a little cleaning schedule. I think that's what I could definitely do. Yeah, don't feel bad. I'm shit I'm telling up. you to do it so I can tell myself at the same time. Yeah, Facts. I need to keep my shit picked up because I'm like, I just moved in here and I feel like it's junkie already. <laughs> yeah. Let's, I wanted to talk about, um, like, with transitions and, you know, that we pray for things and it said like in the bible that the god gives you all your heart's desires and how at different parts of our lives we had different desires but those desires required us to move out of our comfort zone mm-hmm. so that is i mean it made us transition into where we are now even though we mean it I don't know. If you know, we may be in a different, we're in a different space. So it definitely made us transition into that different space. So I just wanted to bring that up and like talk about like our first transition. Like, Mo, you first move into Maryland. Constance, your first transition is moving to Tampa. And my first transition was moving to West Virginia. Like, I wanted to like talk about that, how you had to make a sacrifice, which is getting out of your comfort zone 
and able to make that transition. Yeah, I guess yeah. I'll go first since I was the first one out of here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> man, the sacrifice, well, getting out of your comfort, the sacrifice is just going to a place, period, that you know absolutely nothing about. Granted, I was living with family members so that I had their emotional support to some degree, but you were sure. still like having to f- get to work on your own manage these different personalities in this new workspace on your own, defend yourself on your own, learn the culture in this new place on your own. So, you know, there's that sacrifice. Um, The DMV is definitely more expensive than South Carolina. So that was a culture shock for me. Yeah. So that's, you know, all in all embodied in moving out of your comfort zone, but my desire to move to Maryland was to just kind of explore life and um the world and the area and that's literally what I gained like I went through some really rough shit in Maryland but I have a bigger view of the world so I couldn't have asked for anything else to be gained from that experience like because I went to Maryland I want to go back I know what to expect in all these other places and I want to do more because of what I've seen and what I see other people were doing in that area. Like when you're in a DMV, there's an energy of like hustle and you have these possibilities and you can do that. So that is what I kind of pull from now when I'm in a small town and everybody's doing the same thing or not really wanting much more than what they have. So, Mm -hmm. you know, that has been very helpful. So I have a question because like you are like so deeply family oriented. Like I remember when we was like just doing stuff for the org, you was like gone. Like every weekend, Mo was back in something. (laughs) So I just wonder what made you want to like leave and go that far. Um. Like guys, that's a I big guess jump. I, like, the safety on. net of moving to the DMV with family already. Like so, in my mind, I was still with family. Like it wasn't a big deal, and it was only six hours away, so my parents could come if they absolutely needed to. So I know it seems like it was a far distance, but to us, it's really not. Like we would go there for vacations in the summer sometimes. Oh, okay. okay. Well. My shit was just weird. I, I just, I'm not going to say I didn't care. It didn't hit me how hard it would, like, affect me until I actually got here, like, as you heard earlier. Um, but I don't know, man. I just, I knew this was something I had asked for. So I asked for a big change. I asked to... <laughs> I asked for a big change and I couldn't argue with how, you know, the package it came in. So I was just excited for something new to come about. And it did like, so do do you feel like you got your heart's desire out of that? Because your heart desire was to get out of teaching, but it came at the sacrifice of like leaving your family, so to speak. Um, for the things that I asked for, mm-hmm. a better paying job and living in a new place, yes, I got it because that's that's what I asked for. I didn't, you know, when I made that prayer, I didn't ask to be close. Oh, that's what I, I, I didn't ask to be close. I said I wanted to live somewhere else. And it, it, but the other option, I almost was living in Chicago. 
I was yeah, I was almost living in fucking Illinois. So at the same time, I'm very happy that I'm still in the South. And so I didn't have to make like a super big change right. and like have to buy a coat from there and learn how to be cold and shit. Cause you know, I don't do cold. Um, so, <laughs> and it's not a super big culture shock cause it's still the South. Now, you know, it's more it's beachy and like it's vacation. It's old homes. It's fast cars here. And it's a bunch of shit to do. And just like you said, Mo, it is so fast paced. It's so different. Yes. People are constantly looking to move up mm-hmm. and do this and that. Like, And even in my workspace, I work with lots of younger people who are like go-getters, see all these things for themselves. They're already planning out, you know, five years ahead where they're going to be. And I came from working in an area where people had been there for 22 years. Yes. They were never moving out of that small town. They had no intentions of moving anywhere. They ain't just going nowhere. Like, they're not going anywhere. Right, because that's when I learned the whole concept of every two years, what we doing? Because we not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We may or may not still be employed at your establishment. Yeah. And when they started to be like, oh, Kazi, you ain't going nowhere. Shit me. Like, when, and I, and that's when I knew it was for real time to leave. Because mm-hmm. I did not give a good goddamn. Like, and it was funny, too, because, like, a week before I heard about this job, um... <laughs> We was about to get on like it was one break though, something like oh fall break or something, and uh, <laughs> it was like oh Kazi you gonna be here for a while. It's like Kazi you ain't leaving is you? Oh no, no idea. And then that job came along, shocked the shit out of him when I said I was leaving. Mm. That was the other weird sacrifice I having to make was leaving my kids in the middle of the year because I really didn't want to finish out the year with them. Because they made some good strides in that classroom, man. But you had to make sacrifices, get out of that comfort zone. Yeah, girl. I think for me, it was just, um, like, I I was, like, I went to West Virginia. And if you know anything about West Virginia, West Virginia is 3% black. (laughs) And I think South Carolina is probably 6%, 16% or something like that. So I am going from seeing black people every time I turn to seeing... No black people every time I turn. <laughs> like, it was a definitely, like, it was hard. It was like, it, and a lot of people made it seem like, oh, these people, they don't have teeth and all they want to do is just sit on their porch and they want to just get high with like pills and just play on the Boy. banjo. Like, it just made <laughs> it seem hills have eyes type situation. Oh my God. <laughs> and. <laughs> I was moving there by myself. Like, it was just me. Like, one sound, one band. It was just (laughs) me. So, I I remember when I moved that, when we moved my stuff that time. I think it was, like, in July, moving Mm -hmm. my stuff. And apparently, I had, like, this attitude all day. And everybody was like on edge because I had an attitude and it was just like, I didn't feel like I had an attitude and still to this point in my mind, I don't feel like I had an attitude, but I apparently to everybody else that was helping me move, I had a fucking attitude. And I know the attitude was because I'm making this change and I'm moving my stuff from South Carolina to where I've been all my life to West Virginia. And I remember that I was, I went into my room and EJ went into the room with me and I just cried. And I don't even know why I cried, but I bawled. 
I was like, I'm here. Nobody's going to be here with me. You're not even going to be here with me. I'm going to be by myself. Blah, 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 blah. And then I had to do that shit again. Leisha only did that shit once. I did that shit twice. So I moved <laughs> my stuff and I, I left with y'all and we were, um, we were like moving. I was going back to Columbia and staying with EJ for a few weeks until I finished school and to go back to West Virginia. And then I had to go back to West Virginia by myself again. And I remember I went to the office, the Lisa office, and it was like, how do you like your apartment? And I was like, I don't know. I haven't been there. <laughs> we just moved our shit in there and it's dusty now. <laughs> yes. And it was like confused. And I was just like, I haven't been like, I haven't been there because I was back in South Carolina. And I was there by myself. And then um that next week I went to school and then my uncle died that week. And that mm. just made it worse. Like I was like, that's when I felt like I was in that room, like in my apartment, which was smaller than my South Carolina apartment, but more expensive than my South Carolina apartment. And I was there and I was just like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, why am I here? Like, why is this, like, why, God, did you put me here? But I know that there's a purpose. Mm-hmm. So I know that God put me there because if I was in South Carolina or if I was in North Carolina, that I would have never graduated from school because I would have been home or I would have been up under EJ every weekend. Like, how am I supposed <laughs> to study? And I'm at home chilling. It'd be like, hey, y'all, I'm back. <laughs> right. <laughs> and we would have been ready to roll. <laughs> yep. Yes. Where we going? And y'all, and y'all wouldn't have thought nothing of it. Wouldn't nope. have known I'm fucking flunking out of pharmacy school. And I just know that was my purpose there. My purpose there was for me to be able to complete this degree and to get out and do whatever with it. Still don't know what I'm supposed to do with it, but we work on that. But I just, <laughs> I just feel like... um. It's like, it's a purpose. Like Mo found herself, her independence. I feel like she found that in Maryland. I feel like you'll figure out what your purpose is in Tampa. You may not know what that is, but I think, you know, my purpose to go to West Virginia was before me to get my heart's desire, which was to me, was for me to graduate from pharmacy school there. And I had nobody really come visit me. EJ came and visit me. My family, I think my sister and brother-in-law came like maybe twice. And that was it. You and I met up like, in, no. uh, where were we? We was in Richmond. Oh, we were in Richmond just one time. Yep. Yeah, I remember that. Because yep. I said I would never take that trip again. Hold on. Brad, I that- remember one weekend I said I was going to come and see you. And I think maybe Egypt was coming that weekend too. And you was like, why? I said, oh, okay, bitch. I'm not offering to come see you no more. I remember that like it was <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> I remember. And I was like, okay, your boo coming in town. Okay. But I was like, I think I took offense to what you were saying because in that moment, I was kind of feeling like Constance is right now. Like I needed to be with people that I knew. And I knew that you Um, were within driving distance. Oh, let me, you know, go over and spend time with her. But you was just like, "Uh uh-uh, why you want to come over here? I was like, okay, bye. But I wouldn't <laughs> encourage anybody to go there because there's nothing like we would be Girl, at my you know, apartment staring always... at each other in his faces. I just like there was no point of like in my mind, there was no point of anybody really coming to visit me or anybody coming to see me because there's nothing I could provide. We would have been just like there. college days watching binge watching boondocks 
and I would have been and just you, fine. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that ride I took to get to Richmond, if you would have had to take that ride I took to get to Richmond to get to West Virginia, I would not. I would not suggest it. Like there was no stop on that way that I felt like I could stop. <laughs> Go to the bathroom. Yeah, that was a fun weekend oh, though. God. We went laser tagging and got our nails done. Yeah. yeah. That damn UV light from them damn nail spot. That burned my damn hand. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. I don't, I, I don't recall ever trying to come to see you because you always seem so fucking bored there. <laughs> you was like, nah, we ain't doing anything here. Like if we if you coming, we going to Portland or not Portland, but Columbus. Like we going somewhere close yeah. to me, make a trip out of it or something. And I was like, okay. And then it just never happened. And then when I finally had the courage, I think you had already moved to Richmond. And that's that's when we ended up going to D.C. when I, we told everybody. Because I thought we was coming to see your black ass. And then we ended up going to damn D.C. <laughs> coming to see me. Oh. Mm-hmm. oh, Lord. Oh, yeah. I, I tried remember. to get everybody involved. Yeah. Um, now, I did go see you when you was in Richmond. When you moved to Richmond with your job. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you can come to Richmond. Like, yo, I can find us something to do in Richmond. We can go to We found something We to can do. do all the kind of stuff. We didn't, really, we didn't really do nothing. We just hung around and got our tarot cards read and went to the mall and drank. Mm-hmm. Just got fucked up. <laughs> yeah. That was fun. But, yeah, I just feel like um, even though we pray for these things, I also think when we're delivered to them, there's a purpose for them. Yeah. Yeah. So I just hope that Constance, I know that you're only what four or five weeks in. I hope you find your purpose in Tampa. And if your purpose allows you to be able to come back to South Carolina, cool. But if your purpose allows you to move somewhere else, we'll be supporting or stay. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But my biggest like um tip when you're in this process of trying to find or understand your passion and your purpose, be, please be present in the moment. Don't rush mm. it because time is going to go by so fast. And then you'll be like, I didn't have fun. I was trying to figure this thing out. And mm-hmm. so much is going to just go right past you. So I know that it's hard right now, but just find some fun in this time. Yeah, definitely find some enjoyment in yourself and with others. Yeah. Definitely make that time because you got to be able to balance both. Yeah, I don't care if it's try- trying a new pho restaurant every week. <laughs> I've been doing that. That's what's Or trying up, completely That's what's different food because you have a diversity in Tampa. Listen, I have been trying to... I've, I'm going to try Indian food while I'm here. Yes. Like, I'm determined to try Indian food. I ain't never had it, mm-hmm. but I got to watch it. You know, my allergies, they don't love me. So I have to make sure oh, I found shit. this one place, you know, because they use peanuts a lot and like mm-hmm. chickpeas and stuff. Yes. So, but there's plenty of stuff. Like, I think I could eat like tandoori chicken or something. So I'm going to look on the menu, but I really do want to try Indian food. Okay. Um, I have, I have honestly, I've killed, I've had three different food restaurants since I've been here. <laughs> Two of which I went to last weekend. Like one, I went on Saturday and one, another one I went on Sunday. And there's only one right now that I'm really fucking with, like. Like that broth was so good. The other oh, one, bread. Like, when you find that good broth, <laughs> and you can smell oh the broth gosh. outside of the restaurant. Seriously. That's when you know it's good. Mm. See, I've bread. been trying to go to the, like down home places. Like I've been, if it doesn't have several different, like I need like a straight up Vietnamese restaurant. Like mm-hmm. I can't go to these ones that are just like oh, beef pho and chicken pho, and those are your options. Like nah, bitch, I need one that's got 
tendon, uh, tendon and uh, what you call it? All them other crazy things that go on there. Like several different options. Yeah, trite. That's what it was. Tendon, trite, brisket, and flank Flank, steak. Flank, and brisket. Brisket and and trite and tendon. And I'm like, that's what I need so I can look. Give me a pee, whatever. Girl, I went to one and there was a grandma in the kitchen stirring the pot. I said, I know I'm good. It was a mom. (laughs) She said, I know I'm home. Yes, it was a mom and pop (laughs) Vietnamese restaurant and... I could smell it as soon as I walked in. Mm-hmm. Best yet. Shout out to Spartanburg. That's where I found that one. I need to go back. Ooh, yeah. So the one here is basically the same. Like the one I go to here. Mm-hmm. I took y'all to. You did. Like it looks so, so sketchy from the outside. It did. Like, what? That's the best. I was concerned. <laughs> Those are the best ones though. But it was so good. There was it's no so lines good. in the parking lot. I was very concerned. <laughs> one of them best kept secrets now people you know they want to be fancy and pretty Mm-mm. Mm-mm. some of the best will be coming out of them ones that be looking like let me find what your grade is for your health inspections where is it on the door <laughs> yeah <laughs> so that could be cool i think in virginia you have to do um they actually put the number up and i think in south carolina they just you just have to put like the the letter mm-hmm. yeah. but i think here like you have to put like the number like oh you made 94 or you whatever goodness but yeah I'm, I'm trying to figure out things to do on the weekend and even every now and again like the other day I just rode around just just looking around and taking in where I'm at and that's what I did yesterday that's why I was out for so long I didn't realize I've been out for like five hours cool but I went to yeah I went to like West Ashley oh like over there in that area where we saw that nice apartment that two bedroom for 1800 yeah like that first one uh-huh. that we loved. So I was over there in that area shit out there <laughs> I'm, I'm almost like looking around like okay where do i want to live in lieu of where i work when this lease is up because i like this apartment it's cool and convenient but i need to get out of downtown okay mm-hmm. like downtown is cool but it's expensive as fuck and i would like to not have to um struggle to pay rent because <laughs> rent is high as hell here which is something i was so not ready for in my head, I was like, this is still the South. I'm going to be fine. Mm-mm, Probably going to, you know, 1200 1300 a month. Bitch. <laughs> no. no. If it's not, if, I mean, does it not be in the hood? Lord have mercy. In addition to it being a crazy market right now, and like, right. I know people who are renting and they're paying like mortgage prices to rent yeah. because they increase the rent so much. Yeah. So, so in addition to that, like and you being downtown, that combination, I know that for sure. They're just like, oh, we gonna charge you four thousand, like <laughs> four thousand, please, a month. Fucking rages. I'm trying mm-hmm. to use at least the little sacrifice I am making, chilling in this house, so I don't spend crazy amounts of money, so I can save some fucking money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can do that. That's definitely possible. We shall see, friend. But I'm going to take everything y'all say. I'm not going to let life pass me by, god damn it. Because yes. I didn't ask to move to a new place to do the same shit I did in South Carolina. Right. I just don't mean no damn sense. And we all came from small towns. So. Right. I think uh, listen, that's that's I worth told- being noted. <laughs> Maybe that yeah. was a driving really, force. Hold on. Because we not going to do it. Because I don't think y'all came from small towns. Well, like, it's not considering, a small town. Com- considering where the hell I came from, 
I don't feel like y'all came from a small town. Okay, well, let's say this. We're not city people, okay? Exactly. We came from the countryside, people. all of us. Right, right. Like, you came from the okay. country country, but we all came from the countryside. Now, you you for sure came from a tiny town, okay? <laughs> no one's going to take that away from you. <laughs> <laughs> no one's going to Okay, with our, our two stoplights. And one okay. grocery store. And one oh, post look, office. Two grocery Two grocery since stores, when? one post office. Girl, don't play with us. <laughs> don't play with us. Cause we always we always had two grocery stores in Johnsonville. Don't play with us. Okay. We had the IG and the Piggly Wiggly. Oh. Two good grocery We had stores. options. Ooh. And if we wanted to like go next pig. door to Hemingway, we can go to Food Line. Mm. Or yeah. Best Way. I never went to Best Way. What was that? A grocery store? What the fuck is that? That don't even sound yeah, right. Yeah, it sounds worse than Aldi. Apparently, yeah, a Best Way, they said it was it was a lower grade. I don't think it was as good. So I just stood with the IGA food line and um, pig. Mm. Well, that's all my town has is grocery stores. That's it. Way too fucking many of them. <laughs> you got two bylos and you got two of every goddamn thing. That's the only thing that pissed me off about my town. It may not be tiny, but it sure as fuck ain't a city because... There's nothing there. The nicest restaurant we had there was a Ruby Tuesdays, and it's run down. Mm. There are all the I Ruby Tuesdays. We got Yeah, we just got Chipotle. We don't nobody want that damn shit. Oh, Bitch, no, we no. don't have that. Don't do Chipotle. Yes. I'd rather have Moe's. Oh, okay, I get you. Yeah. I <laughs> we grew up I on Moe's. No fucking Chipotle. We grew up on Moe's. But the only franchise we have is fucking McDonald's. And, I do and you know they put a McDonald's everywhere. And but we do have a, you know a few mom and pop places that have good food. But like we don't, we didn't have that option. My school was a one A school. Like my graduating class was like a hundred people. Again, no one's trying to take away the fact you came from a tiny ass town, ma'am. And I, I just didn't say that my town is super small. What I'm telling you is, it's like a cute little place for people to settle down, but there still ain't that much shit there. And and even like there's room for expansion. Jawanda, there is two sides of town. And it's all one fucking road. All Edgefield Road. It goes from old Edgefield Road to Edgefield Road, which leads <laughs> you into fucking Augusta. Okay? That's that's it. That's the whole city, if you want to call it that. And you got two everything. There's a Walmart on one side, a Walmart on the other side, a subway on this side, a subway on that side. The old Edgefield Road got a Publix because they fancy over there, okay? The Publix in Chipotle and the new Ross in the same little area and the China 8. You got to go the other side of town to get to number one Chinese, the newer Walmart that's not run down and raggedy, the other Subway, and the other fucking Wendy's. I would like the record to reflect that Johnsonville have none of those things that Constance has mentioned. Oh, Thank Lord. you. I'm so sorry that Johnsonville is even tinier than Baysburg Leesville because even they are about to get a Chick Fil A. Damn. They got a Walmart. What? Whoa. They got a Walmart. I heard. Oh. I heard through the grapevine oh, they're gonna get Chick Fil A. I saw when I went through there. When I went through there, I saw them building stuff. They are building stuff over there. I was they shocked. probably about to like, put houses out there. Yeah, because a lot of people like Lexington is getting full. Yeah, mm-hmm. they have nowhere because yeah. they said Columbia is like max capacity. They don't even have land to build new houses no more. Yeah, and Lexington okay. is 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 they're building a lot of houses in Lexington. Like on your way going through Lexington to go to um, Batesburg, Leesville. Mm-hmm. Like there is a um, there's like you can see that they're building houses and like 
like breaking down trees and stuff to build houses. So yeah, they're running out of space for sure. Okay. Well, <laughs> I just wanted y'all to know that I came from a town of maybe 1,500 people. So why y'all talk about all the Publix, all the Bilo, all the Chick-fil-A, all the Subway. You. Ain't nobody trying to take I'm you. just saying we ain't got it. Well, none of none of us saw all the shit that we saw when we moved to our bigger spaces, okay? That part. Because it doesn't matter where we came from is way less than what the fuck I see now. Right. Way less. Yeah. I ain't never heard of some of this shit. Like I'm telling you, I had to tell my manager, I don't think I realized just how little of the world that I have seen till I start to ride down these roads. And I'm got to be mindful that I don't hit the fucking car in front of me because I'm so busy looking at all the shit that's on the street. <laughs> like there's so many businesses and just, the, and it's different. So I'd have seen two Wawa's girls like, Ooh, you want to talk about that? I've seen Wawa now. They got 7-Elevens everywhere. It's just, just Get you a different. sandwich from Wawa. Make sure to get you a sandwich from Wawa. I'm going to have to. Maybe I'll go there for dinner tomorrow. But I just, yeah. I just, it's just different out here. So I, I appreciate. Yeah, and, and, and it's growth. At the end of the day, yeah, it's growth. Yes. Like we're all right, growing right, right, right. no matter the size of the town. Like we're all growing from where we came from. So it's definitely. No, yeah, I th- I feel like everybody should have that experience. I feel like everybody should have the experience of growth. Mm-hmm. Whether right. they come back to their small town or whatever or not, like they should have some experience so that way you can impact where you decide to settle. Right. Yeah. And it almost made me think, I wonder what would bring me back because Simone asked me, do you think, you know, not that I'm wishing this, but you know, you just never know if you don't like it. If you know, you still want to try something else. Would you come back to South Carolina? And I, I straight up told her, no, I, I really don't want to come back to South Carolina. I just, I, there's nowhere there. I would like to move. There's nowhere there. I would really like to move. Like if opportunity presented itself, would I move? Sure. But if I had options to move other places, I'll probably try another place because I've just been in South Carolina for forever mm-hmm. and I feel like I know it well enough and there's nothing there that would compare to what I'm living right now. Mm-hmm. So if I went to Carolina, I would probably try North Carolina. Um, that might be as close as I want to move, but I'm, I'm, I'm interested in seeing what else is out there. Like I might even move north, like you did. I thought that was, I thought that was wild as fuck, Monique. That you moved to the whole DMV, bitch. I was like, what? You know, I didn't know where you was going, but for you to like just, just, woo, whole different, whole different. <laughs> you moved to the north, ma'am. Yeah, that was a whole nother atmosphere. That's no will make or break you, okay? Girl, Ooh, okay. My tires. First year, the first year I was there, I had that snow apocalypse too. Yes, girl. <laughs> Dig my car out of that damn snow in 2016. I was like, yo, that was a workout. That was a crazy. People died in that snowstorm simply from shoveling oh the snow. That's just how much came down. That's a damn shit. Yeah. This pregnant lady, mm-hmm. I'll never forget, she died because she couldn't wait on her husband to shovel the snow out of the driveway. Her and the baby just laying right there in the snow. Oh, man. Yeah. That's awful. I know. Yeah, that that was a that was a crazy storm. That was my introduction to snow and the, and the quote-unquote north. Because I don't know if you would consider that north or not. But, like, 
I was like, yo, I had to shovel my ass out of that snow, rev my engine to get out of my parking spot. <laughs> I can't come. I'm sorry. I'm Southern. <laughs> I, we don't deal with snow. We don't we don't go places in the snow. Like I should have went and got my bread, eggs, and, and milk. Right. We'll be gonna make an egg milk sandwich. <laughs> right. Why do we always I don't do that? know why and, and the lights going out? Like, how is it gonna stay refrigerated? Oh I don't my you do better get a can of green beans so you can like open them and eat them cold because they're cooked already, you know? Yeah. The bread is the only thing I understand. I have no <laughs> idea where the fuck eggs and milk came from. I have to ask the old, we have to ask the yes. old people like that. We have got to consult an old person and ask why the fuck do we have to get bread, eggs, and milk? Because they, they did that for hurricanes too. The hurricanes was coming. What? It was like, go and get, and you, the shelves would be empty. I can't. I, yeah, that was the only thing. I, the only reason I might have wanted to move to Illinois. I was like, oh, but I get to see snow there. Girl, I hear it. Wow. No, I hear it. <laughs> I hear that's I'm a different type of snow Christmas too. For the first time. Yeah, that's a different type of snow there. I yeah. think it snowed there like two, three weeks ago. Oh, it did. Oh, it did. That definitely happened to me in West Virginia one year. It was. I remember walking out to my apartment to my car, and it was fucking snow on top of my car, and I was like, it's April. <laughs> why is there snow on my car and it's april <laughs> this, this is trippy as hell it really is definitely mo sent me that video of somebody getting their our car when their car door um broken off <laughs> from the ice and i was like bitch you trying to be fucking funny no i was just trying to get some content suggestions because you definitely broke because- your car door Friend. Yes, the ice, the snow broke my car handle off. My car don't handle off. So oh, maybe I'll post great. that video. Yes, she went through a lot. <laughs> Wait, what'd you name your new car? A Sasha. Sasha, that's right. Yeah, she's kind of an orphan because I really don't have attachment to her. I hear somebody's <laughs> phone on the TV. That's not me. Lord, but I did hear that. Yeah, she's red. She has attitude. Her name is Sasha. Okay. Mm-hmm. Macy and Sasha. Oh, poor Macy. I miss Macy. Anyway, um, is there are there any tips that you have to give the listeners for transitioning or um wanting who are hesitant about? I guess you could say being a go getter and moving out of their comfort zone just do it you're never going to be ready and you're never going to um have like the right support system that you may need so just do it and um you know just i guess try to remember why you're doing it and whether it's for a job whether it's just a change you want to make just just like you said go forth and fucking do because i mean if you don't try at least one good time you ain't gonna never do it Cause I, I could have made up so many excuses and pass up this job and stayed teaching and just stayed where the fuck I was, but I knew I would have regretted it. I told my coworker that I was super scared to move, um, despite the support that I have, but I would rather move and it not go the way that I planned or that I may have hoped than to not move and never know what could have happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Having regrets is one of those things that I have done had before and I never want to do that again. So yeah. If it's something that you constantly think about, do it. Yeah. 
Yeah. And I also believe in doing things. Um, I don't know if you believe in a how in a higher power or not, but I also believe in doing things and consulting that power or that spirit and asking them to lead you into the right direction. Yes. Cause not every move is the right move. But I mean, some of the moves that you're hesitant to do because it takes you out of that comfort zone leads you into the path of where you need to be. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, pray on it. I say pray on it, but you may not believe in that. But you know, you need to, you know, ask yourself, ask the universe. If you believe, ask, if you don't believe in anything, ask the universe, send you a sign. Right. Okay. It hit chicken. Chicken little head was hit with an acorn, and that was his sign. <laughs> Girl, <laughs> the sky is falling. God damn it! The sky is falling. It's it coming hit him. Down. <laughs> <laughs> Take it. End of the world was happening right then and there. Yes, it was the end of the world as he knew it. He said, "I'm gonna prepare." Damn it. <sighs> I love little. that little movie. Not now now I'm happy. Look, yes, right. my goodness. I, if I ever did watch it, I do not remember. I need to watch it now. It's so yes. sad though because he was about to get cooked. What? Not oh, you talking about? Run? No, you talking about Chicken Run? Oh, yes. oh yeah, yeah, Chicken, chicken Run. run. Chicken Run was funny as fuck. <laughs> Crazy as hell. Crazy. Like, hell this yeah. That was traumatizing for children to watch. A little. A little a little bit <laughs> traumatizing the sausage party of course that wasn't Brad, i was just about to say that i was just about to say that that is Brad. the most traumatizing food movie i've ever that watched movie, in my life y'all told that me it was, was bogus so kids. i never put forth energy oh, to watch it I, you know i i feel like that might be something we should watch together and just get drunk and watch because that's really the only reason to watch it is just so stupid Brad, at the end Brad, when i tell you at the end of the movie my jaw was dropped like um, the ending fucking, scene, you know. What, yes, mommy, you can just. I was, I was just like the mask. You remember when the mask jaw dropped all the way there? Yes, <laughs> to the flow. <laughs> I feel like I was like this the whole time. I was like, <laughs> what? Look, is one of these days, even if you've never watched this movie, Monique, I need for you to watch just, just YouTube. Final scene of sausage party. You do the final scene of sausage party. Okay, you may I not will. get all the way through it. You may not get all the way through it. You gonna be like, "What the fuck?" You might even turn it off. But it's like literally. Oh, okay. And I oh, saw it okay. in theaters. Oh no, you paid to go oh. see it. Oh, yes, yeah. EJ wanted to see it for his birthday. I remember I took him for his birthday. Oh, some and people I was took like, the chair to go see it because they just knew it was animated and it had food in it. They thought it was a kids movie. Like, they thought it was a kids movie. It's definitely not a kids movie. No, it's not. But the rating is like R rated. Yeah, yeah. So I don't. I don't. They're just silly parents, I guess. <sighs> okay. Well, let's mm-hmm. on. Uh, if, if if all hearts are clear, let's transition oh, to wine and we're going. Tell me your grievances, whining with wine, girl, what is on your mind? Tell me what's on your mind. Who's going mm. first? Anybody got anything? 
All right. I'll go first. I'll go first. I don't give a fuck. It was a long pause, and Mo was staring at me, and I was staring at Mo. We was and having Mo a was stare down. At me, and I was staring at Mo. Let me see. Like we've been doing that lately. Oh, <laughs> uh, I'll go. Let's talk about how my nail tech decided to take a vacation, and my ass <laughs> was upset. How can I be upset at my nail my nail tech taking a vacation? Did he tell you he was going? No. Oh. I called up there and I was like, hey, I want to set an appointment. And it was like, mm, he's going to be gone all week. And I'm like, bitch, what? Oh. Like, my nail is lifting. Like, it's time It's time for new one of these. I need a new one of these. And it was just like, no, he's not going to be there. So I had to get the quote unquote rejects because they're not my nail tech. Yeah, well. So they're they, rejects. You don't know what they do, you know? Yeah, I don't know what they do. So, okay, so I go there. It's, okay, we outside season, right? We outside. So I was like, okay, it's time for me to get my pedicure and my manicure. Because usually I'll just scrub my feet in the shower and then my toes just blank. So I was like, okay, it's time for me to be outside. Let me go ahead and get my pedicure. So I schedule my pedicure and my manicure. And the dude does my toes. He was like, what color you want? I said, I want white toes. I want to start the summer off with white toes. And my right big toe, he keep fucking it up. Huh? <laughs> so he put the polish on there. At first, the polish wasn't settling right. So it was putting lines on the toe. Mm-hmm. So he like he wiped it off. And he went to go, you know, they put... I guess they put like acetone or something in the polish to kind of, I guess, like oh my God, loosen it up me. or something. Yeah, I don't know what they do. Whatever they do, he did it. Oh, he no. put it on there again. It didn't do right. He he wiped it off. Like all of the other nine piggies are ready to go except that one. <laughs> so he goes again to put it on, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then he goes to, you know how they like to use their nail that they got and just like, you know, wipe oh. the, the polish off uh-huh. the little corner. Bruh, he bumped the toe and then bumped the polish off the toe. And I was like, the fuck? So now he had to wipe the toe off again. He looking at me like, oh my gosh, I can't believe he done that. I'm looking at him like, bro, like this is the third time you done try to put this t- polish on my toe and it didn't work. So then I guess he talked to the other girl that was supposed to do my nails and she did my toe and she was able to get it on there fine successfully. Great. Move on. I get my color. And usually with my nail tech, I just point out my colors and he just be like, I got you. You want, you know, I like a little design, a little razzle dazzle on my nails. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he was like, I got you, right? So this girl, I gotta tell exactly what I want. So I told her I want. 175 and 176. Those were my colors. She was like, oh, well, how do you want the colors on your nails? Do you just want the 175 on your ring finger? And did we just put the... I was like, fine, whatever. Do whatever you want. (laughs) So then she's doing my nails and she's putting the color on. And like, she has to be like real precise. She like putting this nail with this nail, one hand on one hand to making sure that it's the right length mm-hmm. and like shaving it. Like it was just taking all day. I had already been at the pedicure bowl for an hour. Damn. That's crazy. 
for an hour. And I didn't even get a good rub down for the hour I was there. So by the time I got out of there, it was three hours later. I have been, my appointment was at 4.30. I didn't get out till 7.20. And they closed at 7.30. How in the hell of it did I end up at the nail salon for so fucking long. Like, it really doesn't take that long to give me a little pedicure. Because I get regular polish. I don't even get de- gel polish. I get regular polish on my toes. And I get dip on my nails. And then they kept looking under my nails trying to see whether my nails are real. And I kept telling them, these are my real nails. These are mine. They're not acrylics. Just do your job. They're used to acrylics. So I'm trying to figure out what the fuck to do. Bruh, I miss my dude, and I hope he come. I hope he's back by the time I get to get my nails done again. My nails are pretty though. I ain't yeah, gonna lie. yeah. At least I got them done. You about to um test them, put them to test though. Why? You know, just cause the nails on and they pretty don't mean they're gonna last long. Oh well, I got them done on Tuesday, so we. I mean, next Tuesday will be a week. I usually get my nails done every three weeks, so I hope it lasts. But bro, like, I'm I was still there, and I was like, WTF, bro? I was so ready to go. <laughs> I would have been upset. Like, I listened too. to a yes, I listened to a whole podcast and a half. Mm. Get my nails done. Look at Compton's face. She's listen, like, how the hell? I, listen, I I I don't know because I mean, if my girl wasn't there, I wasn't going. I used to soak them holes off and just wait for her to come back, or I would be like, <laughs> you know, it's been a minute. She was like, I was wondering what you was going to do. But I text her. Well, I I just needed to go because my nail, like, after a while with dip, like, your nail starts to lift at the at the bed in the back. So my nail was lifting, so I definitely needed to go and get them done. Otherwise, I would have tried to hold out until this week to get right. in touch with him. I feel that. But I had no other choice. It was either lose a nail or get my nails done. Yeah. But, yeah, it was a mess. Whatever. I miss you, bro. (laughs) (laughs) You have to show the world who he is when he comes back. Mm. I miss you. All right. Who's next? I'll go. Um, So... I already told y'all about my shenanigans on Friday. So, y'all, I did make an attempt to go out, okay, with a coworker, and and she's super cool. Um, but she, uh, and I don't, you know, we, I don't know her like that, so still a little apprehensive. But apparently, not this, uh, this, this Friday. So, for everybody that actually knows me, especially people who work with me, you know damn well after a work week. If we going out on Friday, we going straight after work. Because if I step foot in my house, I'm going to bed. I'm, I'm laying down. I'm comfortable. I don't want to go nowhere. So I'll go get a drink with uh, one of my coworkers. And these these dudes, these, these grown-ass men who are, like, a little younger than my daddy. They graduated from high school in 91. Proceed to start talking to us. Now, I'm trying to get the tea from work, you know, because she worked in a whole other division, but she, like, on the other side. And I'm like, nigga, we trying to have a conversation right now. Long story short, they invite us on this boat, and I fuck around and get on that bitch. 
So we ride in Tampa Bay or some little water area and go to another bar. I just want to know what what's what why how do guys just just what do they do? Like what's 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 your process here? What is your step by step process when you think you're trying to get into a woman's draws? Because by the time you know we had spent enough time, one of them was talking about he was trying to go home with me. He ain't bought me the first fucking drink. Chill. We just had like a quick conversation. I don't understand. Like, why did you think that that was something I was interested in? Why were you so bold, bro? Like, you cool or whatever, but I don't even. I'm not even used to this apartment yet. Why would I let you in here? And what mm-hmm. the fuck you think we gonna do? It sounds like he. They just don't care. Like I'm giving you effort. No. You should appreciate that I'm giving you effort, and I'm older than you. You should so. appreciate that I'm giving you effort, nigga. <laughs> he just didn't have any swag. I mean, I just couldn't. I was like, I thought the basics were to at least buy you a drink. Yeah, like one dude wasn't trying to hit on me. He just bought everybody a shot. And I was like, that's cool. Appreciate it. So I was looking for it was a drink. But like, you trying to come home with me, but you ain't putting forth no other effort. Than How he know you live by yourself? He didn't. Exactly. That's he was drunk. We'll give him that excuse. I guess drunk and high because it was show smoking on that boat. No, Bruh. what? <laughs> He's like, you want something? No. I'm- I'm good, thank you. Though living his best no. life, yeah, I ain't drinking nothing, smoking nothing. I don't know where that thing came from. So that was me getting out of my comfort zone and doing um, random shit with somebody, all somebody's that I don't really know like that. She's way more adventurous than me, yeah, no. but I don't regret it because it was a nice boat ride. It was super pretty. I wouldn't be smoking with people that don't really know you. Oh, I didn't. No, mm-hmm. yeah. I was like. But speaking of smoking, so I pulled up in the Chick Fil A driveway. And I'm like, some smells like, you know, like burnt oil or burnt rubber. So I thought it was my car. And I pulled up. It was two little, two Caucasian um, guys on my left and one black boy on my right. And I'm like, do y'all smell that? And they're like, yeah, but um, we not sure what it is. It could be your car. And the little black boy on the right was like, um, no shame, but I think it's your car. Like, homie, excuse me, and he said it with the most straight face. Me and my sister couldn't do anything but laugh. It was freaking hilarious. Like, how you gonna come for me? You supposed to be we? What you doing, sir? We trying to figure this thing out. (laughs) And you you could tell that the like white boys were wanting to say the same thing, but they didn't know how to say it without like hurting my feelings. And the little black boy was like, "Nah, no shade, but uh." Your car. It's your car. Bruh. Listen. Nigga. Talk about feeling embarrassed, but it had to have been the car ahead of me because, like, once we pulled off, I didn't smell it anymore. And then we drove uh-huh. for, like, an hour and a half afterwards. So I was like, oh, it was whatever. But I'm like, have some coons. Like, you could have said it a little nicer. <laughs> you could have just added really aloof light, child. I don't know what that is. Yeah. No Bruh. Time. He was like, no shade, bruh. It's yours. Yeah, your car smoking. That's my stuff. Yeah. So, that's my wine of the week. Don't ask people for their opinion if you're not ready for it. <laughs> <laughs> but for real, though. 
Because it definitely made you feel some kind of way. Yes. <laughs> I had to clutch my pearls. Like, how dare you say that about me and my vehicle? <laughs> oh, we're in this together. Right. <laughs> but they were young, you know, in high school. So yeah. it was just fun. A good laugh at my expense. <laughs> Lord. Unfortunately. I feel like it always ends up being at your own expense that the laugh occurs. It does. I should have just acted like I didn't smell it. We about to go in this store. Don't say nothing. Don't ask for nothing. Nothing. <laughs> don't ask for shit. <laughs> okay. Well, that's all we got this week, y'all. Yes. Well, if you guys have any questions, comments, concerns, hit us up on unestablished um, email at unestablishedpodcast at gmail.com. You can also hit us up on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. We're working on that. We got a page on TikTok. I don't think we posted TikTok. Did we post TikTok? But yeah, just, you know, hit us up on um, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. We're there. Um, and have any questions for us, you can also DM us. We're also there. Like I said earlier, leave us a review. We may read it on here on the show if you leave us a review. Um, give us five stars on uh Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Audible, Amazon. Do it all. We want it. Yes. Help us help you help us help you. Yes. And a special shout out to Kennard who gave a review in person and he said that he enjoys and listens to every episode and he is looking forward to having us on his upcoming podcast and we'll keep you informed about that when it hits the air. Yes. Hey Kennard, leave us a review on Apple. (laughs) (laughs) Cut the mic. Hit the five star, Canard. Thank you. We can't wait to be on your podcast. And we can't wait to um, see your five star review and your comment. Thanks. In advance. Management. Shameless. Shameless. Cheers. I got to get it how I live. <laughs> I didn't say I was ready for that yet. <laughs> She said, I don't care. I'm cutting your ass off right now. Cut it out. Cut the mic. (laughs) All right. Well, cheers. (laughs) How crazy. Y'all crazy. All right. Somebody press the button. Hold up. You didn't say cheers. Oh, yeah. Cheers. Bye, (laughs) y'all. Bye. Let's just end it. Cheers. Thank you for joining us this week on Unestablished. Be sure to catch us every week and don't forget to rate, review, and follow us on all podcast platforms. Or if you simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. Until next time, peace and love. <laughs>